I can sell, sell. I can sell, sell. Hey, welcome to Make It So So, podcast about the not so good episode of Star Trek. Listeners, welcome to the Hall of Shame Showdown Part 3. This is where oh, yeah. we each uh, <laughs> uh, say our arguments for which episode this season was the worst one that we covered. Um, it's it's a momentous occasion, legendary even, you, you can call it, uh, you know, enshrined <laughs> in the halls of history. Um, so, uh, myself, Newman, I will be, I guess, undefending um, <laughs> Assignment Earth uh, to... Uh, to be entered, uh, Beth will be uh, talking about the Savage Curtain, and uh, Dan will be tackling masks. Um, all three truly, possibly very bad uh, entries into the <laughs> Star Trek canon, but we will find out which one is truly the worst. Uh, and listeners, the way this works, each participant will kind of make a statement as to why theirs is the worst we covered this this season um we'll go into a general discussion and then at the end we will vote for one that is not our own so um yeah so it should be good times uh you know if you you hate what we decide i'm sorry but that's you can't cannot be taken back we're the experts that's right that's right (laughs) if you disagree you're wrong that's right (laughs) um so yeah, so before we started, uh, we determined the order um, of who's going to present first, and uh, I was chosen to go first to undefend Assignment Earth. Assignment Earth. I mean, what what can you say about this episode other than it's not a Star Trek episode? That's kind of my main argument <laughs> to why it should be entered into the Hall of Shame, because it was clearly just a cash grab by Gene Roddenberry to kind of pimp a new show that he wanted to make uh, without really having to do anything extra. Uh, And he kind Mm. of conned audiences because Kirk and Spock, as we discussed, are barely in it. And it's really just stock NASA footage. There's not Mm -hmm. really anything here other than that. Um, The plot is confusing. We didn't even know if the character was a human or not. (laughs) So it's just, it's all over the place. I think it's a mess. What do y'all feel about my argument for assignment or Beth? <laughs> um, so I think the NASA footage is probably the best thing that assignment earth has going for it. Yes, and in fact, like some of the redeeming quality, although it drags the episode out, you do get these like neat, sweeping shots of you know the apollo rockets and those are i'm trying to defend this (laughs) it's so hard though um of the apollo rockets and those sorts of things and um yeah that's about all i have (laughs) i i agree with what you're saying but uh i think i think it was you in the episode who mentioned that it'd be better just to go on youtube and search for that footage probably accurate so, you know, <laughs> but you know it's a valid, valid yeah sure yeah uh, uh, i think i also mentioned though that, that i i mean i thought it was cool yeah, but yeah at the same time <laughs> yeah. i don't know if it's redeeming enough to keep it out of the hall of shame yeah, <laughs> good, good, good point um so, yeah go assignment Dan. earth yeah could have and would have been terrific <laughs> how 
Well, okay, so <laughs> I found I, I read the uh, series proposal that Roddenberry wrote f- mm-hmm. to Paramount. Okay, to mm-hmm. kind of like pitch the series. Sure. And I'm glad you mentioned this like stock footage thing because that was kind of like one of the the things who's trying to push harder is that okay instead of having this like abstract alien in the future stuff like it's like when you hate on sci-fi it's really easy to kind of like point out like spacey blah blah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he wanted he wanted sci-fi to kind of be more present and Mm -hmm. specifically he wanted to work with nasa to get like exclusive like first run images and footage of Mm -hmm. space stuff okay so like 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 putting all that stock footage in, at the time it was like it was the edge of technology, yeah, yeah. and that the public hadn't seen it yet. Right. Uh huh. That was a big like selling point he was trying to get. So I don't I don't think it was a cash grab like Newman's saying. <laughs> like, I mean I, I know he's a writer, it, uh... but the, he he seems very passionate about this like series becoming like the next big thing to improve on Star Trek. I wouldn't say that it wasn't a cash grab because like you could imagine that even as someone proposing a show, one of the major selling points of something like that would be like, look at all this money we save in production by not having to create these shots ourselves. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I'm not sure you can make the argument 100% that there wasn't some motivation about money there. Um, well, uh, yeah, obviously – Runberry was all about yeah. that cash. Yeah, and then I cash. can't. I mean, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I do think it's really interesting that, you know, it would be filmed in the present or whatever, but it's also basically a rehash of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Even, even his like tool is like the sonic <laughs> screwdriver and that kind of stuff. So, but uh, not super sure there, Roddenberry. Doctor Who wasn't like a big thing over here. It was like this was before, you know, the Internet kind of like enabled everyone to see everything all the time. Which makes it even more shameful because, you know, someone brought him him like a a film reel of Doctor Who being like, look what's big over across the pond. And he was like, "Ooh, I got to I got to get on that. Get on that. (laughs) So definitely Hall of Shame worthy right there. You just proved, proved my point. Thank you. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and by shame, we mean shame in quality and shame yeah. on Roddenberry. That's shame what you're on saying. you, Gene. <laughs> shame on you. How dare you? I don't know. I, after reading his kind of explanation about, like, what they're going for, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I support Simon Earth and Gary Seven. Okay. Oh, Gary Seven. Interesting. Well, do you... Terrible yes. name, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, just, I just feel it doesn't really count as a star trek episode because it's not about star trek and i, I have a quick okay. question yeah. for, okay go ahead yeah i have a quick question for you guys so gary seven i just recently watched um logan's run because it's on netflix fantastic now. and so good yeah so good love the robot um <laughs> and um yeah i wonder if that was inspired by logan's run at all because uh the characters in that are like you know, something number, like the number of iterations of them or whatever. Um, yeah, could have been. Anyways, just a thought. Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know. That's kind Side of note, Logan's Run um, is an incredible movie. It's so good. The, <laughs> the outside <laughs> shots of just the little models in the going around the city. Yes. Yes. Is incredible. They're so good. All and right. I just remember thinking like, oh, wow, this was 
quite advanced for the yes. time, but the models are fantastic. Yes. Yeah, they're Amazing. so good. Um, anyway. uh, anyway. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Back, back to the, yeah. the topic at hand. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole pu- purpose of this episode is to find the yes. worst Star Trek episode, right? Yes, right. Well, of the season and that we've covered, yes. You are, sorry, yes, yes, of, of our current yeah. season. And now you're arguing that it is not a Star Trek episode. I knew you were going to say that after I left, <laughs> left my mouth. But okay. I, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that's why it should be in the Hall of Shame. Because right. it doesn't even really fit with everything we've done. So we we, we got to get out of here. We got to take it right. out, guys. It is shameful. How dare they pander to us like this? Right. Come on. Uh, we're not idiots. This is the Hall of Shame. It's the Hall of Shame, baby. Come on. I don't know. Simon Earth. I don't know. I I I think uh I think you're on on some some wobbly oh, legs man. right there. I my, mean, I will say <laughs> that neither of your episodes featured a flying Abraham Lincoln uh racial slurs, blackface or a poop monster like my <laughs> episode did, the Savage Curtain. So, do you want to talk about that well, one for a second? Let's let's segue into it actually because okay. I yeah, be- why not? I believe Beth, I I know you're about to go, but before you do, I think you said that yours wasn't half bad. Um, according to the I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so take it away. I knew you were going to say that. So that's part of my argument is that only half of the episode ah, yes. was watchable. The okay. second half of the episode was entirely unwatchable. Mm. We have uh, a fight scene that lasts, you know, 23 minutes pretty much <laughs> like we that, have that, that is uh, true actually yeah. we have we have pants ripping did mm-hmm. any did captain kirk rip his pants in any of your episodes i don't think so um we have um voice throwing we've got blackface we have um random characters throughout history and i'll point out that a giant missed opportunity and flawed logic for thinking about what the central premise of the episode was so just as a reminder to our listeners the central premise was that these aliens kidnap kirk and spock to go down to their planet and they want to fight out the philosophies of good and evil but by forcing them into a fight to death they don't actually ever get to fight out their philosophies for good and evil they just have to fight because you could imagine that part of the good philosophy is actually not fighting and nonviolence. but instead kirk and spock are like forced to do that and they sort of just like rely on brute strength to win the combat when in reality like that's not actually the philosophy of good so the episode addressed that though. How? Uh Surak chose chose nonviolence. Right. As mm-hmm. as his tactic. Right. Uh-huh. So yeah, that that, that was that was addressed. Yeah, yeah. but they could have spawned the whole, and like, Kirk premise about whole like uh it's not a good test of good and evil. That's mm-hmm. to totally because this alien had no concept of what good and evil were. So he obviously couldn't have created a good test of it. Right. But they could have the whole episode is about educating that alien race. And like yes. they could have educated the alien race on this and said like, hey, uh, this is not going to work. But instead they were pigeonholed every time. And then you could argue they make the argument then that like good won out. But in fact, that, I don't think that's true. And they, I don't it, know. They totally just could have went so ma- No, it didn't. Like that was the killing the other people involved was not the philosophy of good. Like, in fact, it probably violates a lot of things about the prime directive 
well, that Star they, Trek would govern itself they, they by. They talked about how it's like a giant gray area. Right. And the nah. tactics and all that kind of stuff don't really matter. And that it's it's what you're fighting for. Right, exactly. I, but I, I disagree. I told this is so we've had this conversation many times. <laughs> this is like this is a fundamental disagreement about the nature of the ends justifying the means justifying the ends. And you are always like means and I'm always ends like on the two sides of the argument. And in this particular case, I think those differences are also playing out here. Like their means are not justifying the end here. Like the end is what matters. And like you can go, you could use different means to still illustrate your point. And he had, he had to yeah. save his crew. Everyone was going to die. Yeah. But I, that was, that was a force function. That was like a one-off written into the story. It didn't need to be written that way. I, uh, if I may I, jump in here. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I think what the episode gets interesting is kind of where Dan said, where the peace process breaks down, then it kind of raises the question, well, then what do you do? You know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think Kirk saw like, okay, that did not work. Mm-hmm. Do I either, do we stand by our principles and get slaughtered mm-hmm. um, to a thing that wouldn't even learn anything from from that you know like if if the if the good side did not fight back and just willingly got slaughtered mm-hmm. the rock monster rock monster would have would have basically <laughs> learned forever that okay bad is always going to win you know what i mean where maybe so, so there is a gray area there and it's true oh, that the that the good side doesn't necessarily get to show its principles more than the bad. But I think I would, that's what the episode's saying. You you have to adapt, hold on to your beliefs. You know, it's 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 never black and white. Yeah. Could we like My, step step back for like one second and sure. I, sure. I'm I'm pretty sure that your episode, uh-huh. Savage Curtain, is now inspiring a like ethical, <laughs> moral <laughs> conversation. Yeah, the true. problem is that it's like entirely unwatchable. <laughs> like, the only way you can like get through it is by like having these conversations with your friends. But if you're sitting alone in your house, like trying to enjoy Star Trek, it's like you just want to turn it off and then gouge no, your eyeballs out. <laughs> how, how, how can you both say that it's unwatchable? I never, I never yet. said it's unwatchable. No, no Newman didn't say. <laughs> when, when did I say? Yeah, I, I think that you said that this episode was worth the voyage. I think she did. Okay. Yes. As a matter of fact, <laughs> all three of us did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which and is crazy. If, if You're I may... just upset at my selection for Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. And Hall honestly, so are you. Because <laughs> at the end of our review of The Savage Curtain the first time, <laughs> Newman specifically said this sentence. It definitely won't get in the Hall of Shame. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Beth, this is my fault you for agreed. being less prepared. You agreed with him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but well, let's break history. Let's, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's get it in, guys. <laughs> let's go back on what we said. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> well, Dan, yeah. why don't you let us know which is your pick for the Hall of Shame? <laughs> so the obvious winner is going to be <sighs> a, uh, a a little episode called Masks, mm-hmm. and for those of you that uh, 
enjoy Brent Spiner. And There's nothing I can say that <laughs> will <laughs> ever change your mind to logic and reason, <laughs> but there is tons of Spiner being Spiner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He just, he takes over the episode. He got weird with it. And he gets real weird with it. Yeah. Um, you know what? Rather than talking about like what happened in the episode, I would like to quote a few people. Please do. Like, uh, how about Newman? Yeah. You said <laughs> that masks has no redeeming qualities and that, in my opinion, yours uh, and mine too, <laughs> this is the worst episode we've done atrocious yeah let me so let me defend yeah, myself that to, to, and, <laughs> go ahead, to yeah. my defense i have said that before before masks about previous episodes so it only reasons to stand that i will say it again about That's right. all these future episodes. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that prove that this is worse than those other ones if you said it after <laughs> to that to that date but what if we watch something that's you know even worse one day you don't know what's coming exactly but um i've been doing some thinking about masks and i feel like if you took this idea and spun it into like a a cool sci-fi novel i think it could really work so (laughs) by by that reasoning what (laughs) it could it could could really work if you had more of a long-form type you know thought process on this episode if, if they weren't if they weren't limited to the 44 minute format so what you're saying is if really the work. episode was not the episode it would be better exactly right. exactly <laughs> yeah I, I i agree masks would have been much more enjoyable if you changed everything about it yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, boy so well uh, another you... person that was not a huge fan uh michael dorn play, oh. the actor behind Worf mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. has cited masks as his least favorite episode of the next generation. Wow. Hmm. Well, and uh, just, fine. just one more quote from the director who happens to also hate this <laughs> is, uh, let's see. Oh my um, God. It ended up an exotic adventure story, but didn't have any heart. So <laughs> the actors, the director and the viewers hate masks uh, yeah you can't top it you can't top it but you could say that one redeeming quality is that it gave us a platform to talk about on our <laughs> podcast which is definitely worth something <laughs> oh, I, i'm glad you used the word redeeming qualities because i'd like to remind you once again newman specifically <laughs> said it has no redeeming qualities well i'm not newman newman is newman. that's true so... it's a free country <laughs> yeah that's right uh, it's, newman it, were you saying yeah. i want to go back to your point yeah. about if it was more long form yeah. are you or would are you imagining that it's like like an anthropological narrative so it's like each episode they they explore this these different tribal people that are being like channeled through the other characters and they do yeah. this the way throughout a season or something the way that i envision this working as like a uh, like a 10-part book series you know is like oh, at, 10 parts yeah <laughs> okay. absolutely is like uh, you know masks would be the first installment where they when they get like uh transformed and their their ship starts starts to become this like you know greek temple you know but okay don't stop it there continue to fly through space and okay 
become with a this... Greek temple. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And your your characters are kind of reintroduced to the modern era through this sort of past lens. And I think it could really work. And hmm. they start to transform the universe around them, both hmm. externally and internally. Great idea. Is it? <laughs> it just doesn't work <laughs> as an episode. But it's a great would idea. you still cast it's... Brett Spider? Absolutely, the... I would still cast Brett Spider. <sighs> he, so... he, he tried to do his best. Oh my god. No, no I'm not. I'm, just, I'm so full of it, shit. I don't know if he tried <laughs> to do his best or if like that is just him. You know what I mean? In like, his defense, if I recall, he had about three days prep for all these different roles, if I recall correctly. Oh, wow. Okay. So I can't really fault him for, for that. Um I mean you know, he is he is a thespian. He is a he is a actor you know he he okay. if, if you don't give a true thespian some sort of time frame and inspiration to work with i mean i mean you know is is that true you know, because the greatest living the actor couldn't, being... couldn't have done this role you know are you sure about that because <laughs> like i think by that argument like his expertise would actually like help him guard against that if you know, if he only had three days or whatever. Like, I mean, because you know, he's such a good thespian, he should have done better. De Niro couldn't have done this, you know. What? Brando <laughs> couldn't have touched this role. So you're right. You're right. Because they wouldn't have touched this, this role. terrible <laughs> episode, poorly executed. I would have loved to Daniel see Brando Day Lewis do this, this would role. not that have would succeeded. <laughs> because once again, no. Even for, forget about the the acting or the the uh, like how well they pulled everything off. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a terrible, dumb story, too. Hmm. So essentially, what happens is some kind of uh, mythology, yeah, virus or something. Mm-hmm. Cool idea. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's not it's not like a society trying to invade them. It's not like a uh, it, it's. It's the story of the sun and moon being mad at each other, mm-hmm. taking over reality in a starship. Like that is that's fucking dumb. <laughs> well, no, I don't think yes. I would no. So I actually that that's I have a more complex interpretation of it. So um it's not just the story of the sun and moon being mad at each other. It's a story of a culture's history, right? Including their mythology that surrounds the role of the sun and the moon and its its role in their lives as a people, right? So like even here on earth, like native peoples and stuff have lots of mythology surrounding mm. the relationship between the sun and the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw it as like, like your interpretation, I think, is a more literal interpretation of the interesting thing about the story. But the story is interesting inherently for some of the characters on board. Like, I'm sure this would have been an amazing opportunity for like Picard because he's an anthropologist, you know, and like wants to study this kind of stuff. So I don't see the story necessarily as being dumb. I just see it being a mismatch of where they placed it, like in sci fi, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, well said. And the, do, you know, do you guys I, remember <laughs> this episode at all? Like, oh yeah, like the the engineering room, like the wires turn into snakes. Terrifying. 
I mean, Come I was, on. I was worried about. I wonder if that was I an was allusion to like Jordy safety. Yeah, I wonder if that was an allusion at all to like Indiana Jones or something. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. love it. It's so good. Yeah. Anyways, I, no. <laughs> oh, uh, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure masks did not win any kind of awards. Oh, that is a blame. Oh, you mean it didn't win an Emmy? No, it. it I'm didn't. so surprised. <laughs> but uh, I, I wonder if. <laughs> Some of your episodes were oh, nominated God. for these oh, prestigious awards. Oh dear. Well, we're, I'm sure you'll tell us. Yeah. So, Assignment Earth was little, was nominated for this specific episode for the uh, the editor Donald Road. While he didn't win, you know mm-hmm. the the Emmy nom- nominators obviously know what they're talking about because I mean this do, is a very well edited show. I mean, do. Do Was nominations it? really matter? Because you know, I mean, like, look at the issues. They didn't There's win Oscars. Come on, what a, what a bunch of what a bunch of crap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the best. Where's Where's the writer? Where's eighth grade? You know? Come on. So the the, the whole nomination process, you you can't go by go by that. Come on, that's just silly. I would agree because we've t- the us as a group have talked many times about how much the the Oscars, let's say in particular, snubs sci-fi. And how sci-fi never gets taken seriously in it, in the nomination process. So we know that nominations can be inherently biased. Exactly. And overall. Well, so so maybe if like there was some kind of like awards show specifically for sci-fi, <laughs> like I don't know the Saturn Awards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if there's any Saturn Award winners in any of our episodes. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Terry Gar absolutely has won a Saturn Award and is a prominent feature in assignment earth hmm. so even forget about the nominations you have winners i'm gonna say though that Excellent terry points. gar refuses to even talk about this episode because she said that gene roddenberry was such a dirtbag that That's it right. that it kind of wrecked her view of television forever so that and that but alone that, that that goes against star trek in general which i agree with her <laughs> I, we should put Star Trek in the Hall of Shame. The, the, the entire <laughs> canon of Star Trek. That does not say I mean, do anything it. about Assignment Earth. <laughs> we should oh do an episode goodness. where just the whole series or the whole franchise is a nominee in the Hall of Shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Voyager? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, everybody needs to forget Voyager. I can't happened. wait. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she is scarred for life by this, this episode. She, she, never, she never worked on TV you know, oh, she's scarred by by Roddenberry. Yeah, who you could argue is Star Trek. So Roddenberry had That's nothing to do with your with with a mask. He was already dead. Mm-hmm. So clearly, me and Beth you mm-hmm. know, hold the hold the hold the foreground for that one. That's right. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, Roddenberry. You know, he started a franchise. Masks ended a franchise yeah <laughs> mm. yeah right. masters of piece of shit anyway uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, really really it's really really bad uh, all right well i think we've uh i think, think we've yeah we've exhausted milk. this this is they're these are terrible it's, episodes. Listeners, I'm yeah. sorry if the debates weren't more engaging it's just it's it's tough to talk about uh, some some crap on a plate yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I legitimately do like Savage Curtain, like me too, as a really? me too, actually. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so 
<laughs> yeah, going into this, I knew that it wasn't going to win, but I thought you guys would be more taken by the fact that it features a space Lincoln. See, and see, here's, here's I gotta say, your your opening argument was excellent. Yeah, it was. Thank Just you. The, this is like the the listing off of uh, exactly what's wrong. Thank you. But, I, yeah, I think that was actually the most coherent of the three of ours. So okay, nice, thanks. Nice job, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I would argue though that the space Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Is kind of so bad it's good territory for myself. Yeah, you know when you and when you when you see a when you see a space Abraham Lincoln kind of flying at you when he's in his chair and everything, kind uh-huh. of can't. Help. And to be perfectly but honest, like, I rem- like that. I remember disagreeing with you guys on which half of the episode was better. Yes. So you guys both liked the back half, and right. I thought the back half was unwatchable, and I liked the front half. So I think that alone, where something can get you and your friends like talking at a party about Star Trek, is fun. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. so and I, that I alone say, yeah. maybe says like, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah, us as a podcast really mm-hmm. liked your whole episode mm-hmm. because you liked the first half of it and we liked mm-hmm. the second. So there's Good no point. way it deserves a vote for the Hall of Shame Hall of showdown. Yeah. That's fair. You okay. know what's funny about the Hall of Shame showdowns? All three of us always evolve into saying how good the episodes are I was thinking about this yesterday too in preparation and I said like <laughs> I think what happened is our bar now is like so low that yeah. we really you can sort of like step over the bar and yeah. we think we're like running leaping over yeah. the bar because uh, all of our perceptions of Star Trek have changed over the years because <laughs> I listened to the first two Hall of Shame showdowns like a few months ago just for fun mm-hmm. and we always mm-hmm. start off how much the episodes suck and by the end mm-hmm. we're all like yeah like this one was great and it's just yeah. it's a it's fun stuff so yeah oh, anyway man. that's just a little side note man one of us should have picked I think uh 2359 or whatever the one. Oh Jesus the Voyager one that probably would have been a better selection yeah. oh you want it let, 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 let's just we, enter we can that talk in. about that one all right, all right, Beth. Okay. A last-minute substitution, yeah. everybody. Beth, go. Sell us. 2359. Um, 2359 is, first of all, it's. I remember it being so ambiguous about even the time and place that it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Janeway is this, like, successful woman who sort of, like, gives up her life. And then the guy who's holding out for progress, like... I can't. I think I don't remember ever his like real motivation for doing that. And then, but there's no there's no sci-fi element, really. And then Janeway's like, right. isn't she upset with the woman who's like kind of her ancestor in here too? She I finds out some some dirt that uh, yeah. I believe she does not like about. I forget yeah. exactly. She doesn't like. But I yeah. don't. I remember being super confused about why her feelings were so ambiguous and weird and fluctuating in this yeah. particular case. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of like a weird Y2K um, mm, moment. That's right. And she yes. actually decides Ex- to do like the wrong thing. She kind of sides with like the big corporation. Yes. At the end, like to yeah. sell out this like, you know, nice little quaint bookstore. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. She, but it, it yeah, was she, the right thing though. Was I it? thought like, come on, yeah, because well, like the whole neighborhood was going to like get this futuristic something. I don't really remember what it was. I just see that there's as like big a corporation. biosphere, like the one holdout. 
I just, I just, just see that as, just, you know, that's like when Amazon and Facebook wins, man. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Eh, it's inevitable. Listeners, yeah. this is huge. Sell out. This yeah. is huge, <laughs> listeners. You're for the first time in the Hall of Fame showdown, a substitution has been yeah, allowed. That's right. <laughs> and I got to say, it does have, it's the only episode of the three that has Janeway in it. Yeah. So. That's also see, true. This is, this uh, is, this is a huge development that I did not foresee. I didn't prepare because I don't remember a lot of what happened. I don't think he needs to. Like wiped it from memory. Janeway Um, arguing with an old man. Yeah. About. Mm -hmm. So she eventually falls in love with. Right. That's right. It's also. Yeah. It's also weird that like she plays her ancestor, but she looks just like herself. That's very strange. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. shouldn't they have just got like a guest star or like maybe made it like a holodeck um, sort of simulation? Where yeah. then she could step into Ooh. the shoes of the ancestor instead of like playing her. That yeah. was that was very Ooh, yeah. That would have been a good me. idea. That would have been a good idea. I just was super confused the whole time about all of the motivation in the episode yeah. that and in, in both characters that Janeway played. I was like, I don't understand why she's upset. I oh, uh, don't I understand. She, yeah, she thought her ancestor was some like great hero. I don't know, or, pilot hero yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then, then she found out that she was kind of just a scumbag, right? Nothing. Who kind she of was more like di- disappointment than right? Anger, I, I think would not have argued that her ancestor, I think, like wasn't kind of a hero because I thought that she was still like even after that went on to be like a, an important scientist for this. Oh, like, you're right. Bur- she wasn't burgeoning space program or whatever and like while she may not have like colonized other planets or whatever she was she was an engineer right and like yeah um helped develop this whole thing so I, that's why it confused that's me I, was right. like, I don't understand why she's so disappointed like this lady mm-hmm. th- that's a big deal and especially if you consider the time frame because it was also hard to tell like when it was set because all the set pieces looked very like 80s yeah but it was supposed to be like y2k and i was like that nothing yeah this, 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 like, there was a like a mismatch. 70s volvo in there or something yes <laughs> yeah her car I, broke down that's like why she was like there the whole time yeah we both know would have not lasted to y2k so exactly yeah yeah well i don't know oh, it was man. Odd. listeners this yeah. is a bombshell um <laughs> 11.59 has replaced the savage curse. You're gonna substitution. So the question is: This is huge. Is eleven fifty nine worse than Mass or yours, Newman? Assignment Earth. Assignment Earth. Yeah. I mean, that's something that's that the vote's gonna have to decide. I think so too. So it does feature Janeway, who's an all-time yeah Hall of Shame champion. <laughs> um, and it's not even really – I mean, if you're using the argument that this is not even really a Star Trek episode for Assignment Earth, I think the same argument could apply for Absolutely. 11.59 because Absolutely. it features almost none of any of this, the Voyager characters. Yeah. You get very few shots of the ship. It's Which, really just hey, following – That's why you're Star Trek, it's right? a, yeah. yeah. It's a family history of Janeway. Yeah. You get to – Learn a little bit more about her terrible character. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized she... I'm defending. I should be saying, Olympia Night's great. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right. yeah. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best one here. So, how was it great, Newman? See, I what, always what are lose the redeeming track. qualities. No, I, yeah, I, can't yeah. even I don't say know. It, so. I have no idea. All right. 
I, yeah, I think we have. Uh, I think we've uh, punished the <laughs> listeners enough. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> So listeners, Stood. listeners, we are each going to write down an, an episode that is not our own that should be entered into the Hall of Shame showdown. Um, so we will do that momentarily. Okay. Yeah. Doing that now. Just, I'm done. And what, while you guys are, are voting, yeah. mm-hmm. remember, E-Hot and uh, <laughs> Masaka and all of the, 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 the lack of depth in their portrayals by Mr. Spiner. Mm. Or the the plethora of depth. I mean, isn't that why they came off so weird? Because he played them so hard? I mean, he there gave is... It, he gave it his all. There is no bigger I mean, joy in the world than studying mythology and where culture and, you know, <laughs> customs come from. So this episode and is right. clay tablets exactly. attached to your chest. I want one. Man, I love pottery so much. Pottery is amazing. <laughs> Digging up like, old I know pot, it, you know. it doesn't really work for a podcast, but if I had a picture <laughs> of Picard wearing his mask. <laughs> oh, my God. There would not be a vote. It would be over. <laughs> I think that's the image we use for the for the image for the episodes. Listeners, Excellent. just go look at that real fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, All right. you guys voted up. I am right, ready. I think we're here ready. So, and listeners, in the event of a tie, IMDb will settle the uh, will settle the score. So, that's right. right. So, yeah, uh, Numi, you want to read out the results then? Yes, we are holding ours up right now. It's a bombshell. Listeners, what? listeners, eleven fifty nine. Are you the serious? last minute substitution has been entered into the Hall of Shame? Oh my God. I don't Did think I anyone. Victory? I don't think Shamalan saw this coming. I was, I, don't, I, don't I was convinced that Mask was going to win. I don't understand. I don't think Shamalan saw this saw this one coming. No, he, that's quite a twist. That is to be perfectly honest. If if I had to watch one of these episodes right now. Mm-hmm. 11.59 would be the last one to pick Me too <laughs> Really? So, you would pick Mass? When I yeah. when I heard us all mention it That's when I was like There it is That's the <laughs> that's, that's How the, is this possible? That's the I spirit of the show is, I woke is, up this morning going Oh yeah, Mass is gonna win Oh, me too. Oh, me too. Masks is a pile of hot garbage. And I can't, I, that's yeah. why I was struggling so hard to say anything good about it. Because it was just, yeah, it's, it's, so it's impossible to. But, but wow, 1159 is even worse. I love twists. And what's what's even greater about this is now we mm-hmm. each rep, we each have a winner in the Hall of Shame. So, yes. so that's, All right. a, that's a lot of fun. All right. That's a lot of fun. That is oh. great. So actually, you guys have these up. I'm really curious, even though we didn't have a tie, to see what IMDb has to mm. say about these. Mm. Yes. What are those scores? Well, I think Dan had, had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the Savage Curtain mm-hmm. was rated 6.8 stars okay. on IMDb. Okay. Out of, out of seven? Ten. Yeah, exactly. Assignment Earth crushed it with a seven point seven. What? Come on. Dang. Who are these people? And Dang. masks was six point one. So masks that's way too high. Would have would have taken that one. Well, wow. what's eleven fifty nine? I wonder. Well, look up. I'll look up right now. Let's see. Okay. That's still way too high for Assignment Earth. I'm sorry. Six yeah, that's point pretty one. High. Come on. Ooh, I actually, wonder if you know it, what? Oh wait, no. Uh-huh. That's the... IMDb knows all. 
and it had a 5.9. There you go. Yes. Wow. Oh, hold yes. on. So sorry. Oh. That's a separate movie called 1159. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, <laughs> that that's gonna be good. I'm sure. Yeah, um, so yeah. the Star Trek Voyager 1159 ended up with 6.7 really? stars. What? So masks masks would have would have edged it out. Wow. But it is worse than both of Assignment Earth, and, Earth Savage and Savage Curtain. Curtain. I am shocked that they are all that high. Honestly, I mean, like yeah. even Assignment Earth's way too high. Come on. But I mean, have do you vote? On things on IMDb, I don't. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't either. So, I, don't, I don't know who does. Yeah, I think but, that's, yeah. that's kind of what's, what's driving these numbers yeah, towards the mean. Exactly. Interesting. Wow. I mean, this this okay. is a, this was Jane a, Way out yeah. of left field, just taking man, it, taking over. Man, Ooh, true force of nature. Well, that that is a worthy addition to the Hall of Shame. Yeah, I, I mean, this is this is gonna rock some people. This 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 is gonna this is gonna change some people's some people's lives right here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it certainly changed mine. I'm I'm forever changed. Yeah. Um. Be, uh, before we move on oh to God. our usual uh, some little uh, talking points, just want to give a uh, shout out to some new uh, patrons on Patreon. Um, yeah. Uh, we really support it. Uh, you guys have all been great, but thank you to. Diana, Derek, and Charles, uh, wherever you are, thank you so much. Uh, support means a lot, and uh, we're really happy mm-hmm. that you enjoy the show. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, shout out to uh, John, um, a constant listener. Uh, he says he discovered the show and it's just sent us a bunch of great emails and feedback. Um, they're all kind of too long to read, but he's been kind of a, a great listener feedback support type person so so thank you john yeah thanks john. Yeah, cool it's really cool to see that this show is kind of finding people so mm-hmm. yeah we'll we'll definitely tackle some of those episodes you requested yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah For john sure. john sent us a great list of uh stuff that we can cover in the future so that kind of stuff's really helpful to kind of see an alternate point of view because i'm mm-hmm. kind of running out of bottom 10 lists for star trek mm-hmm. right at the moment <laughs> so that that kind of like listener generated content really really matters so yeah so thank you totally yeah thanks guys we um, appreciate it and if you want to be like john uh and you want to send us some feedback you can tweet us at make it so so cast on twitter you can find us on our home on the web make it so so podcast.com or you can email us at make it so so podcast at gmail.com absolutely <laughs> Uh, and if you want to be like uh, Diana, Derek, and Charles and get a bonus episode once a month, uh, you can check out uh, patreon.com forward slash make it so so podcast. Uh, for just a little bit of extra money, you get a bonus episode each month and the occasional written review. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of fun to do. Uh, most recent bonus was the review of the Dax and McCoy love story. Uh, which mm-hmm. I know you all want to hear about. So mm-hmm. for you know, this it's 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 riveting. So yeah. um, you want to hear that hands of a surgeon. That's right. That's and right. She she does that. That line is in the short story. So oh, I can't wait. So it is. Oh it's, it's fan fantastic. Um, Gross. Yeah. But yeah. So thank you everyone 
for all the support uh, and for listening during season three. It's been a fun season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, um, Newman, really quickly before we go. Yeah. For season four, mm-hmm. um, what do we have planned? I think we have our 50th episode coming up. Is that correct? That's right. So this was episode yeah. 49. Episode 50 uh, is going to be a commentary of the Final Frontier, the fifth movie uh, okay. in the <laughs> original series. Um, definitely considered probably the worst Star Trek movie, hands down. Um, Can't wait. I remember we were all <laughs> at a party years ago. I think the three mm-hmm. of us were there. I think 90% of the party fell asleep during when we watched yes, this movie. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So, this, was so, this was probably like eight years ago. Yeah. But yes, oh. I so, do recall this event. Listeners, we're gonna, we're, we'll definitely stay awake for it. Um, but uh, <laughs> That would be awesome. You just no hear promises. us falling yeah, asleep and are, starting to snore. There are no promises. But yeah, it should be, it should be a good time. A big commentary episode for our 50th. Um, episode. So yeah. All right. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully, you'll ju- you can join along. Absolutely. So, and with that being said, thank you so much once again, and we'll see you yeah. next time. <laughs> Till next time, Brody. Sure. Bye, everybody. Bye.